Hey guys, Dizlife Mark here, and I want to tell you all about the official travel partner here at Chip and Company. Let our good friend Sarah at Destination to Travel help you plan your next Disney vacation. Sarah specializes in planning dream vacations for your family. She's an authorized Disney vacation planner, and she can help with every step of your magical vacation. The best thing is that her services are 100% free. Want to travel beyond Disney? Sarah has you covered there too. Want to find out more? Fill out a trip request form over at the website at Chip Co. or email her directly at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. What are you waiting for? Start planning that dream vacation today. Email her at sarahsolberg at d2travel.com. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome, foolish mortals. Greetings, program. Amigos, amigos down there. It is me up here. Howdy, folks. Please keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the train and remain seated at all times. Nice work, pal. Well, we have one of those new talking machines. Now that is something. We know what our goals are. We know what we hope to accomplish. And believe me, it's the most exciting and challenging assignment we've ever tackled. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Dis Life Podcast. Thank you for being a part of our Disney Lives here on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. My name is Mark Valentine, and I'm the host of the Dis Life Podcast. You can join us weekly as we discuss the very best of Disney parks, resorts, dining, and beyond. And don't forget, smash that subscribe button to access more incredible audio content from the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Just a reminder, head over to chipandco.com for the latest and the most uplifting headlines from across Disney parks from around the world. If you want to support the show... Buy us a cup of coffee on our new patron site, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Podcast. This donation helps keep the show going strong here as we create special content for all of our supporters, including behind the scenes content and much, much more. Before we get into today's topic, let's welcome him in once again, the Blue Jedi, <laughs> the co-host of Dislife Podcast. I know I laugh as I say it. The one and only Greg, the Disney fanatic. Greg, what's good, man? We are T minus four days. Ahoy, hoy, Mark Valentine and ahoy, hoy, Dislike podcast listeners. Thank you so much for having me here. I, Mark, I am truly excited for Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser coming up. But before we get into it, I must apologize for stealing something from our friends over at We Like Theme Parks. Apparently, when we uh, went back to doing segments, I sang a song called Segment Time that apparently was an homage to We Like Theme Park. Not stolen. An homage, my friend. <laughs> theft. <laughs> it was straight straight theft. up theft. Straight up. But I got called out for it. And I was like, where did I hear that? From? And then I was like, oh, I stole that yes. from them. Yeah, you so, did. So no more singing from and stealing from them. We will come up with our own song and not steal anymore. I apologize to Miriam Bondo, Tinker J, and Mark for stealing your segment time. And of course, you can check out We Like Theme Parks here on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. They've just joined us. Their show is on Thursdays, and we promise Greg will not steal any more of your stuff. Tune in there on Thursday for that show. But dude, on today's show here at Dislike Podcast, we're celebrating our stay on the Halcyon, by pitching our ideas for an immersive Disney hotel experience. We're getting the Star Wars Disney immersive experience. So we're taking our original ideas and we are expanding the concept of an immersive Disney experience. We're also talking Disney news first takes and we're playing the Disney College of Knowledge in the new segmented version of Diz Life podcast. Oh, did we have a winner? We did, and we will <gasps> announce said winner. You're you're getting ahead of yourself here. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited now. Like we actually had interaction and a winner. We did. We had several of you reached out, and we'll tell you how to enter the Disney College of Knowledge at the end of the show. We of course have a new trivia segment 
where we will ask you a trivia question. Greg trivia will actually, time, trivia time. Yeah. We're going to have, oh, see, I'm It's like segment it time. You're, it is only trivia. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, but yes. In case anybody doesn't know, I've just had mic problems and we had to stop the show and then restart the show. He's a hot and mess. now I don't know where I'm at today. Hot this mess. is all going to chaos. Mark, please help me. It here. has. So let's start the show as we did last week in a brand new segment that we are calling Diz Life First Takes. These are the headlines that you are going to be talking about this week. First this Life Podcast is getting the first word on Disney News and Park headlines. What's firing off this week on Shipping Company? Well, let's talk about what you are going to be talking about throughout the course of the week. First and foremost, uh, the Tree of Life, Greg, is getting spruced up. So any pictures that you want to take of the park icon in the coming days and weeks will be foiled because Disney has closed the park icon Today, January 15th, for refurbishment. No dates have been listed as to when the project will be finished. While the tree is being repainted, guests may see some scaffolding and other structures related to the job. Uh, some of the walking trails around the Tree of Life are also going to obviously be temporarily closed to the guests. Most of the painting is likely to happen at night after the park is closed. But the reason that everyone's going to be talking about it if this is your one and only trip for the year and you're over at Animal Kingdom, you're going to have to deal with some scaffolding in front of the Tree of Life. Is this a big deal, Greg? I think it's going to be. For some people, you're going to see over in the comments of Facebook some disappointment, but it needs to be done. All maintenance needs to be done. Look, it, it's a beautiful tree. You want it to look the best. So if it has to go down for a few weeks to be spruced up, look, if I can get a picture of the gorilla or the whale that is uh, carved into the tree just a little bit better, can I just say, if you go there this time of year, right around sunset when the sun is glinting off of the tree, it is one mm. of the most beautiful objects in Walt Disney World. True. So I'm okay as long as maintenance has to be done. This yep. is a great time of year. It's a slower time. Slower Let's time. Let's get it done so it looks beautiful. Paint away. But you will be talking about the Tree of Life. It's going to be closed temporarily. Can uh, I just say on first takes i didn't even know this was happening that was breaking news to me i did not read chip and code today breaking news to you well you did read this one <laughs> you're actually i need you to take your excitement which is going to be a, like a 20 down to maybe a 10 but the second piece of news for fans of phineas and ferb phineas and ferb are coming back with new episodes over on disney plus greg will rejoice in the news that was just released from both disney plus and dan Povemeyer. That new episodes of Phineas and Ferb are coming. In fact, 40 episodes are coming. Uh, I have never seen a singular episode of Phineas and Ferb. But tell me why, Greg, people are going to be talking about this this week. Mark, there is a platypus controlling me. <laughs> a platypus controlling me. I got records on my fingers and we just can't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. There's a platypus. Uh, okay. Why are we going to talk about this this week, Mark? Mark, I have one question for you. What is the end of your shoelace called? I don't know. The tip of your shoelace. This is, this is true. I thought it was uh, going to be something clever. It's common. No. It is called an aglet. A-G-L-E-T. Fun fact. I guarantee you, for all the people listening, they sang that in their head. Phineas and Ferb is in our dialect nowadays. Like people, I, it's amazing. I'm so happy to see them all back. We get Dr. Doofenshmirtz, Perry, the platypus, Buford, Baljeet, uh, Isabella, uh, Garcia, Shaparo, um, uh, just Candace is going to be back. I hope Ashley Tinsdale is actually doing the voice again. We get all the original voice actors. I'm sure I am excited. <laughs> if you cannot tell how excited I am to see Phineas and Ferb, I would watch it with all my kids. They all can sing along to every song. The movies across the across the second dimension, just all of them. Ah, uh, they're great. Man, I'm not gonna, I love Phineas and Ferb. Look, I know this is a big deal, and I'm not going to poo-poo it. Bella was not of the right age when Phineas and Ferb was on television. So we didn't get into that. Sophia the first, if you announce that that's coming back, like I'll, I will jump all over that. But I look, I'm happy for you. I know this means a lot to you. 
And it does mean a lot to fans of the show that they're getting 40 more episodes. I mean, you see this from time to time when the beloved classics come back, like we saw it with the rest development, people who get the revivals of these, these cult classics, they, you're enjoy, man. It's your week. Hey, enjoy. I know we're going to talk about this really in depth all week and I'm going to go, but I had a chance during D23 to sit down with Dan Povenmire and have a round table discussion with him at the table. And Man, I got stories out of that. I sat with him for 25 minutes and it was it was a dream come true for me. I had to text all my kids and be like, guess who I'm sitting with? <laughs> Dr. Doofenshmirtz. I, uh, listen, enjoy. It's a good week for you. 40 more episodes of Phineas and Ferb. People are going to be talking about it. It's a big deal for, for fans of the show. First all right, this takes. last first takes. <laughs> this last first take is definitely going to be talking about all people are going to be talking about this, not only this week, but people are going to be talking about this for the next few months, but uh, rest in peace, water tacos. Yeah. You heard that Disney is removing the Epcot fireworks platforms following the final performance of harmonious. That didn't last long. The last day of harmonious is going to be April 2nd of 2023. Epcot forever will be returning for a limited time till the all new nighttime spectacular debuts. They haven't said what that's going to be yet, but on the last day of harmonious Disney will then be removing the Epcot fireworks platforms or as they've been lovingly called here on the chip and company podcast network, the water tacos from Epcot's lagoon area An all new nighttime spectacular is planned to debut again. Disney really hasn't rolled out what that is. But before the new show launches, uh, Epcot Forever will be that interim show again and will play over the skies of the World Showcase Lagoon starting April the 3rd. I cannot believe that they are taking these platforms out, having spent resources on them. I would have thought they would have incorporated them into whatever was coming. But lo and behold, man, rest in peace, water tacos. I know a lot of people are going to be talking about this and happy because they are somewhat of an eyesore during the, the daytime and they've never worked. <laughs> they've never properly worked. Greg? Uh, Mark, I'm upset that you were laughing during that because this is upsetting to me. I love Harmonious. Uh, there's two things. One, nobody really paid attention to them during the day. Everybody had their attention towards the world showcase. Ruined my Instagram. <laughs> Just shut up, people. Just silly. It's silly. Uh, but, Mark, you know what Epcot Forever means? Do you know what Epcot Forever means that, to me? That Epcot I Forever get, is going to come back for a few months? I get a version of Kite Tales. You, the gentleman on the Well, wait, 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 wait. Maybe not immediately because they're not going to be removed instantly. They can't run the boats. <laughs> Can you imagine Disney taking them out and being like, we just pulled up anchor and just drove them out in the back and shot them. Yeah, they they can't remove them instantly. Like they, they had some poor footings for that main centerpiece. So is the look, Stargate going? Look, man, I I don't know. I I truly do not know. Like this is I just want kite tails back. Uh, this is crazy to me. It's honestly crazy the the time, the money, and the resources that was put in to installing them and they were only there temporarily for a singular nighttime spectacular fully blame Disney enchantment crazy. for the ruining of harmonious crazy. Thanks Disney enchantment. Yeah. Well, man, those are the first takes of the week. Those first are the three takes. stories that we think you're going to be talking about throughout the course of the week. Uh, we don't have theme music yet for first takes, but until first then takes. we're just going to continue to use Greg's creepy whisper. <laughs> It works, man. It really it's so weird. I does. listened back last week. I was like, that's creepy, man. It's like, creepy, but doing yeah, that. you know what? But it works, oddly enough. All right, so let's get into the main attraction, Marcus's main attraction for the week. And that is, Greg, the next immersive experience in resorts at Disney. Uh, we said this a few minutes ago. We're four minutes or four minutes. Oh, God, I wish. <laughs> wow. Four days, days, actually. Away from launching on the Halcyon Star Cruiser, uh, you did the media preview, but you didn't get the full story and the full picture. Um, you and I are going to go a little bit media silent. We are going to try to enjoy it with God's cameras as much as we can, meaning our own eyes. I'm sure there'll be pictures of food 
and pictures of the inner workings of the Halcyon, but we're going to try to just enjoy this because this is a once in a lifetime opportunity for us, right? Absolutely. 100% once in a lifetime opportunity. I, I, and I don't mean to sound negative here, but I don't foresee myself coming up with $6,000 for four people or even, uh, Fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars to share it with somebody. This is a once in a time, once in a lifetime opportunity. We're going to enjoy this uh, immensely. This is such a special thing. Yeah. And listen, it's it's made for a clientele that can afford doing something like that. Uh, and who knows? Maybe one day this podcast will be so good that we get paid to go to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And we should say that both you and I are tremendous Star Wars fans. Uh, we, we are we are men of a certain age. We grew up with Star Wars. The original trilogy was such a big part of our lives growing up. But you and I do. We geek out over things like Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan Kenobi and Andor. We call well, each other. Well, I mean, yeah, of course. I mean, look, you do another whole podcast of nothing but Star Wars. We like, do. You and I can talk ad infinite about what a wonderful experience we've had with Star Wars in our lives since we were children. And both of us have those memories of being a child. And this is the culmination of all that, where we get to actually live in that world for two and a half days. And you know what? We are going to live our best this life on the Galactic Star Cruiser coming up. We are. And so today we wanted to have fun. And we said, okay, well, what if it's someone who isn't a Star Wars fan? But Disney is promoting is this there as... One? There are people that do not like Star Wars. Linda might be borderline. Don't, don't. <gasps> yeah, don't add her. She supports my Star Wars habit and addiction, but sometimes I feel like she doesn't get it. She used to call him, <laughs> I kid you not, RT Duty <laughs> for the longest time. Sorry, like, Linda. I'm not laughing yeah. at you. Um, I'm laughing with Mark. Yeah. So she does like Harrison Ford. She does like Carrie Fisher. She likes the whole I love you, I know. But there's a lot of people out there that are not into Star Wars. Like they like the Pew Pew crew. They like to look at Kylo Ren. But when push comes to shove and you really get into the weeds, they're like, oh, no, way too nerdy for me. So we came up with an idea. We said, hey, Let's pretend that Star Wars isn't your speed and let's imagine another immersive experience for the Disney resorts. And what's another option? So Disney's promising that this is the next thing in hotel stays, that the immersive experience is just like the immersive lands where you live and breathe and become a part of the story and the narrative itself. So you came up with an original idea. I have not seen it. I have an original idea that I didn't even put into the general outline because I want you to freak out as I reveal it to you live here on air. But we are going to talk about the theme, right? So today we're going to talk about the theme. So here are the segments of this, segments and segments. <laughs> the, the theme, the restaurants, the unique bar we have to drink, the rooms and what they are, are like, and then obviously the connection to the park itself. So we have five things. I will, again, defer to you as the co-host always giving you the opportunity to go first. So tell us first your theme for your all new immersive experience at Disney. Right. So I'm going to start and I want people to know Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is part theater, part role playing, full on immersion. So I wanted to take that to the nth level, but I want to do it for families who are going to come down here. They don't mind spending the extra money to have this in their lives. So here's where we're going to go from Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. We're going to go straight over to my resort theme. Here's my resort theme and story. So I'm going to go with a Mickey and Minnie's Drawn Through Time Resort. Well, hot dog. Oh, that sounded like Jimmy Stewart. That was a bad. <laughs> that was, hot I got, see, I got to work dog. through it. Hey. Hot dog! There we go. <laughs> I knew it was in there. Mark, I can't do it the whole episode. Uh-huh. Please, please don't do that the whole episode. <laughs> I'm a little nervous about my theme okay. with your voices. I I, I'm a little nervous. Like, there's a reason I didn't preload my uh, theme. Okay. I'm nervous. I'm, I'm kind okay. of nervous when so, I go. Mickey and Minnie's Drawn Through Time Resort. Welcome to the Walt Disney World Mickey and Pals Immersive Experience. Here you will find only Mickey and his pals. 
Uh, this is the only resort where you can work alongside Mickey or Minnie and save some of your favorite characters who are stuck inside cartoons. Mark, this resort features stories that revolve around being an Imagineer, uh, an artist, or an ink and painter. Uh, you work alongside Mickey and uh, use the Hey Disney app and also the My Disney Play experience on your phone. Uh, they guide you around to various areas, such as painters' tables. Here, you get to be hand. Uh, you get to control what is seen on the screen, so you can either. Uh, draw something new to help out, or you can erase stuff, almost like the Bugs Bunny cartoon from years ago where, like, Daffy Duck, the guy would draw, like, Daffy's head and then erase his head, and you would just see the duck bill. Kind of like that. But anyway, if you do it right, well, uh, either adding or subtracting, Donald comes out and will join you for a few minutes in this room. Through your adventures around the resort, you have to collect more characters over the time. You want to have Goofy join your team? You must design a contraption that'll save him from falling off the ski jump and plummeting to his untimely. Want to have Chip and Dale join your team? Uh, you can build them a best tree house uh, with storage for the wintertime. Make the house indestructible from Pluto. Uh, mini side, you can uh, will help involve helping Daisy Duck create best fashion and then putting on a fashion show. Minnie is not just the female protagonist. She's also the hero of this. You help her as an artist take the role of Minnie and the Beanstalk or Steamboat Minnie. She recreates all these iconic roles that Mickey has portrayed. Uh, the ending of your stay there, because it's a four-night interactive event, uh, the ending is fantastic because all the characters that you have collected throughout the time and have worked with are unlocked, and by the end, you get your picture taken with all of them. They are part of your team. Uh, you can have huge replay on here because you never know what characters you're going to unlock through the hotel. Could you see Oswald somewhere on your trip? Maybe even Roger Rabbit shows up. Pete could possibly be there. But don't fret. The resort adventure gives you time to relax at a pool or a hot tub. Do you need time away from the kids? Are you adults only? Yes, there are places and adventures just for you. You can purchase. Remember, Mark, this is Disney. For a small fee, you can just pay to have these characters and interact with them and get uh, pictures with all of the characters that are on the ship, including the hidden ones. But this is more of a theme of just Mickey and Minnie and the original characters that you've seen, the Chippendales, the Donald Ducks, the uh, Ebenezer Scrooges, or sorry, uh, uh, Mr. Scrooge, like just the main characters, Pluto, Goofy, all that. I am very surprised that you didn't do a Kingdom Hearts concept here. That like you Kingdom live Hearts is between you and I. Uh, we would love it. But yeah. no, it's like Star Wars. I don't want to go the Star Wars route with no, it. No, but I thought like maybe you were going to do like a Kingdom Hearts kind of adventure deal. But I like, listen, I like it. I think it's cool. Uh, you taking on an active role as like the painter, the sculptor and becoming an artist of, of four days is very intriguing to me. Uh, I took a different route. Uh, I kind of stayed with the intellectual property route. I was a little nervous. I thought you were going to do this one. Uh, and now I'm very glad that you didn't because we would have just been talking about this theme the whole time and fleshing out how it, it worked. But my resort theme, are you ready? <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready. I'm, I'm a little scared because I'm about ready to throw out the rest of mine and just go with you because you, you set it up really well. Okay, so my resort theme is... Yo ho, yo ho, a pirate's life for me. Oh, no, you didn't, Mark. I did it. Oh, listen, you Avashti scurvy. I'm sorry, man. I knew you were going to be into this, too. So, Pirate Greg has turned up again. How is everybody tonight? And there it is. That's why I was worried about my theme. So, I'm look, I'm thinking outside the box with my immersive experience, and I am not creating a virtual experience. I am creating a real life pirates adventure. I am creating an actual pirates adventure set sail on a galleon that sails off the Floridian coast on a three day, two night excursion at sea and on land complete with a treasure hunt and a private Island at your disposal. You will set sail in the pirates of the Caribbean universe, set sail and join the crew of the black Pearl as they set out to find a lost heirloom of Davy Jones's, 
If they cannot accomplish the mission in their time, it's to the depths that the crew must go. The Pearl will float you out to a private island for a treasure hunt. You'll stay in local bungalows at a sleepy pirate nook and a pirate town. You will spend time sailing on the real Black Pearl, learning to sail, hunting for treasure, battling other pirates, training to sail in actuality, and even get a chance to swim with mermaids. This is living and breathing in the Pirates of the Caribbean universe, man. And I was like, I hope that Greg doesn't pick this one because I know you and I, I could have swore you were going to go with pirates. Mark, (laughs) where did the pirate purchase his hook at the secondhand store? Greg, that is right. Mark, that's a good one. Yes. Let's drink some more rum. Mark, this is a brilliant idea. I don't know how to, how do you make a pirate furious, Mark? How do you make a pirate furious, Greg? Take away the P. <laughs> That's All right, right. Man. So that we have, you are uh, animating the Disney universe. I am setting sail with Captain Jack Sparrow. And I want to stress that this is part Disney cruise experience stay at an island getaway and an island resort so oh man it's brilliant yeah it's you're just brilliant why see i'm glad you didn't put this in there because then my mind would have gone a million different directions yeah this is not like staying at the disney resorts you will have very little time at parks so this is going to be a true immersive experience you will be out on the ocean with part of this uh, of course in order to accommodate hundreds of families it won't be just you on the Black Pearl. The Black Pearl is a very big piece of the experience itself. Mm. But obviously, and with Disney Magic, uh, there might be more than one Black Pearl that's actually running to accommodate people at various times. So, um, you know, there, there might be several different crews operating in the waters around the private island simultaneously on different, uh, off of different berths. So... But the, the Black Pearl will, will play large in this experience. And we'll talk a little bit more about it later on. But yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean. Brilliant. Pirate's Life. Mm-hmm. Pirate's Life. Live the life of Captain Jack Sparrow and uh, the world of Pirates of the Caribbean, man. All right, so uh, rest. Sign me up. Hey, Mark, what did Blackbeard say on his 80th birthday? <laughs> uh, I'm old. I'm 80. I'm matey. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk. What's your right. what's your restaurant? All right, what's your restaurant? Restaurants. Anything I say from the, this point on is a failure compared to the pirates. Why did I not go pirates? I don't Man, know. This is why I hate going head to head imagineering with you. Once in a while, I hit it out of the park, but ninety nine percent of the times, you're just hitting grand slam. Dude, I my dream role would be conceptualizing these kind of things for Disney. I think I'd be pretty good at it. I think I honestly would be pretty decent at it. I, I really, your imagineering skills are through the roof. All right, so let's go to restaurants. Thank you, sir. Um, listen, my main restaurant, because I'm going off the theme of, theme of Mickey and his pals, because really, who doesn't want to hang out when they go to Walt Disney World with anybody other than Mickey and pals? So the main restaurant is actually Character Meals for breakfast and dinner. Uh, quick service for lunch, just like the Star Cruiser. So think Disney's House of Mouse with all the characters sitting around and you have uh, the stage in front of you. Disney shorts are played on the screen, almost like, uh, what is that? Um, Over in Hollywood Studios, uh, drive-in, dine-in. Yeah, sci-fi dine-in. Yep, sci-fi dine-in. So you'd have the screens playing, but they are introduced by the characters. Um, The room actually has projection mapping. This is Disney magic now. Uh, And interactive walls and floors where you can use your special painter's brush. Think Epic Mickey style. Uh, You create characters during breakfast and dinner. During your stay, all those drawings are remembered. And on the last night, they come together in your little booth in a story that is animated for you. How that's going to be done, who knows? But this is many years (laughs) away. So by that point, Disney will have figured out how for you to just make a few doodles and all of a sudden it come to life as a story 
on your last night there. So it's more of a, this is your ink and painters. This is where you get to create while you're, but Mark, how many times have we just sat there doodling on our phones or drawing something on the table while we're eating? Hundreds, if not thousands of times. Maybe okay. we can draw a pirate, Mark. Well, I, look, I matey. Mine isn't, my, again, mine's not as conceptual as yours. Mine is just Tortuga Tavern is a full service location featuring Caribbean cuisine and rum cocktails. It's a banquet hall. Mm. It accommodates even the hungriest. You said cocktails. <laughs> I love cocktails. Uh, the banquet we hall. We talk about roosters by the fire at nighttime. <laughs> I'm like, have you seen this giant rooster? I have He's lost. A cock. Ladies and gentlemen, I have lost Greg to my concept. This is why I said I was nervous about pitching this idea. Mark, what do pirates wear when it gets cold? Galoshes. Argyle sweaters. That's good. I like they that. They have one. the money to do that. Uh, I don't listen. You're derailing my, my pitch right now. Uh, but the banquet hall, Tartuga Tavern, uh, it's, it's raucous, it's loud. It's meant to evoke a, a true tavern experience. And uh, we may not be savages, but we have no use for forks. So you have to devour the food using your hands, Greg. And uh, you obviously have different seatings, much like they do on the Star Cruiser. So not everyone will eat at Tortuga Tavern. You have a seating and the Pirates of the Caribbean characters will be there and walk around and it'll be a full interactive crew dinner. So it's like the crew is all eating together at once. That's my, that's my restaurant experience. Again, you're knocking it out of the park. Like I would love to sit there. Um, are you given a hook to eat with, with dinner? And so, since you're using your hands at one point, can they be like, here's your hook, my friend, here's your hook. Um, it would be a very interesting way to eat dinner with, with the hook. I think it could be a liability. So probably not. <laughs> probably not. I, I think of the, uh, what is it? Gian, Gian Garofalo skit from cable guy when they go to medieval times and the guy asks for, uh, Matthew Broderick <laughs> asks for a fork and she's like, sir, this is medieval times. They did not have utensils in medieval times. So therefore we do not have utensils here at medieval times. Pepsi. <laughs> so wait, they had Pepsi in medieval times. Come on, man. Just leave me alone. I feel like that's what, that's what it would be like. All right, let me uh, let me go next with this one because my restaurant and my bar are tethered together. Oh, bring us the rum. Yeah, you can get shipwrecked at the local watering hole, which is located right next to Tortuga, and that's Grimes's Pub. It's obviously from the films, right from the films. It made its film debut in the movie Dead Man Tell No Tales, but you can check out artifacts from the world of Pirates of the Caribbean, sing songs with the servers. It's boisterous. It's raucous serving non-alcoholic beverages as well for the greenhorns in the crew. Uh, the, the two, so you have Grimes's pub and Tortuga right next to each other. And the, the two kind of complement each other again. So this is all set up on a private Island. This is not on Disney property. Disney would have to devote an entire Island to the theme, have their actors live there in quarters as well. Um, but that this pub would be the place that you eat. And it obviously would also be open 24 uh, seven. If you needed some quick service, you could maybe go to Grimes's area where they have more of quick service offerings. So the, the pub portion of it would be open all the time. And then the, uh, the tavern portion Tortuga would, would only be open for larger seatings like the, the breakfasts and the, and the dinners there. There it is, man. Uh, what about you? What is your bar experience like? I don't know, because I'm still having the rum with the pirates. Mark, what's a pirate's favorite letter? R? No, C. it's P. Like an R, but missing a leg. Get it? Missing a leg. Because he has no leg. It's wood. There's so many. It's a it fake could, leg. Is it he P? No. no. Do I have to explain it. Yeah. Is it R? No. <laughs> Sometimes they just miss the C, Greg. <laughs> I'm glad you did. So, not, oh my gosh. I would have had thousands lined up for tonight. Okay. Bar. Um, <clears throat> I probably should have had the rum and then I would have been calmer. Mark. I'm, I'm giddy now. You're you excited for my concept. I can tell. I am really excited for your concept. Thank you so much for surprising with this. Uh, my bar. Okay. Adults. 
uh, at the Mickey and Minnie uh, Resort, you get to uh, find the secret bar, a la Raj- Roger Rabbit, Ooh, where you have to speakeasy. Speakeasy style. It is an old speakeasy where the characters let down their collective hairs and feathers. Uh, Donald Duck is singing one for me and uh, one for the road as crooner <laughs> Donald Duck. <laughs> Daisy Duck leads a roast of all the other characters because uh, she is the sassy one. Goofy leads the Rockettes in a line dance. The swans and brooms from Fantasia are doing a dance routine. This is set up like a speakeasy. So you have the girl walking cigars, cigarettes, but only she's like bubble wands, other things. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it. I had no clue what to say there, Mark. We used to. Uh, oh, and you'll to- see a pirate show somewhere. <laughs> we used to have uh, tickets to the Rangers at uh, Madison Square Garden. And the guy that was serve our section was would commonly serve our section, and we would always make, well, not make fun of him, but pay homage to him because he would be like, "Hot dogs, ice cream, sodas, and beer, 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 beer," and that was every single day, every single game. He would walk around and repeat that refrain ad nauseum. So we would just sit oh, there, we hot dogs, the ice cream, sodas, game. and beer, 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 beer. Hot dog guy was the best. Hot dog. Hey, got your hot dog. Got your hot dog. Oh, man. Yeah. Get your hot dog. Oh, man. Those are great. So, yeah, this is your bar. This is your adult entertainment. Look, the characters aren't just for the kids. The adults need time to go off and have some fun. So this is your show and your bar all yep. at the same time. Yeah, we. I, I kind of made mine a little bit like Ogus Cantina where I wanted to have the uh, the libations, like the non-alcoholic libations so the kids could feel like they're really a part of the experience. Of course. But, uh, I, listen, hey, nothing wrong with a little alone time as well. All right. So the rooms on my Pirates Adventure are uh, over the sea bungalows are an option. And then you have island rooms to take advantage of the sea breezes, the ocean views. This is, of course, a private island in the Caribbean uh, decorated in old world charm. You can retire to them after a long day at sea and hunting for treasure and live a life of luxury. After all, what's the use of amassing a large amount of gold if you can't spend any of it, Greg? Uh, The proprietors of the island have spared no expense, so stay in luxury. Uh, Only the tavern be dingy. Your room is like living like a king, Greg. So... I wanted to have the rooms be really great. I thought over the water bungalows for like the upscale ones. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of range in terms of just, you know, the, the normal, you know, four bedroom standard room to the upscale over the water bungalow for people who want to splurge, spend a little bit more money. When I was a younger Mark, I used to have to walk the plank. My parents were too poor to afford a dog. All right, man, what are, what are your animated rooms like? It doesn't matter. You did pirate. Oh, I love pirates. I don't know. All of a sudden, I have a Canadian pirate. Yeah, I knew, I knew Greg was going to be spent the minute that oh. I dropped my idea. I knew it. I was like, yo, Greg's going to crack when he's going to crack when I drop my immersive. He's going to oh, crack. Oh, my God. My voice is hurting. So my rooms, Mark, um, there's different pl- price levels, obviously, for in- each room. You can have the Mickey's. Toontown rooms, which are uh, obviously based off of Mickey's Toontown, Mickey's house there. Uh, You have the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse rooms. Uh, You can even get the new Mickey and Friends cartoon house, which is a bit above. And then your luxury rooms would be Fantasia Mickey in the Sorcerer's Tower. Your rooms are fully immersive. Also, you have the 4K TV displays, uh, old cartoons. What's great is you can actually have firework shows, can be projection mapped onto the walls where you feel like you are sitting on Main Street, USA. They even have versions where everyone is holding a camera in front of you or a child is on a father's shoulders or an extra special one where a Mickey balloon floats in front of your view the whole time. The whole time. Bubbles just come out of the <laughs> ceiling. It's the closest thing to being on Main Street as being on Main Street, Mark. <laughs> Oh my god! It was being I'm, a little wise guy there. Yeah, a I'm pirate. Tri- I, one would say I'm triggered right now. Why did you? 
Yeah, like you're giving me like. Is PTSD. there anything worse than that balloon? Like, control uh, the balloon, people, and then just of tie course, it to the, the bubbles are everywhere. I don't mind the bubbles. Just the balloon is a little beyond the pale for me. Just tie it to the stroller. Just tie it to the stroller. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so boy. the last one, I, I have to defer because obviously I've talked about this. My experience, man, it has zero connection to the park. Like, we don't have a park that you're getting a private island. So instead of that, I, I, I designed some ideas of what you'd be doing. Obviously, there is a treasure hunt, a full-blown treasure hunt. Uh, you're presented with a map, a storyline, you find a map. Remember, part of this is that you have to go and, and search for uh, an artifact of Davy Jones's, that Davy cannot go on land. But when you're at sea, Davy Jones will obviously appear. There's, I thought there could be a great spectacular, maybe some animatronics in the water that it looks like Davy Jones's ship is raising up. And then all of a sudden his crew appears on the ship itself. Uh, but part of this would be one of the day excursions is to look for the buried treasure, to have the kids have to actually dig for it. And it has been buried. Um, there's obviously training with swords. I thought weaponry training would be really fun. Um, maybe even getting, you know, to, to witness and, and fire off like a live cannon. Maybe the, you know, the guests aren't touching it, but to see like a real cannon fired off and, you know, to have that be a part of the spectacle and a part of the show as well. But the whole park or the whole Island excursion to me is meant to evoke living and breathing a pilot pirate's life. So it's not oh, like the pilot. He's a flying yeah, I, pirate. Now. I don't want it to. I don't want it to just be, you know, you're staying on shore. I want there to be activities and things to do on the shore to live your life as a scallywag. And then a part of this is then to get on and board the black pearl to have a good portion of one of those days be devoted at sea, sailing around, learning seamanship, uh, <clears throat> learning to be, uh, you know, a, a a true sailor and, you know, having people teach you how to work and operate. Obviously you would have to be on, hands on with certified trainers. So this is not going to be an inexpensive trip. Disney is going to have to hire people that are credentialed in order to sail one of these vessels. So it, I'm not saying that it wouldn't be a tall task to do all of this, but I want this to be as authentic as possible and I think that we're fans of Pirates of the Caribbean or people who just love this idea. I mean, there are people that will dress up as pirates normally. And, you know, we've got talk like a pirate day, but I think people would really line up for this, man. There's no park day, but when you're on the private island, there is going to be no shortage of things to do to live your uh, Pirates of the Caribbean fantasy. Two things, Mark. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just, you know, it was going to happen. I knew it. We, we don't use the word scallywag. We call it the S word from now on. The S word. My apologies. Please. All right. Please don't I'm cancel me. Yes. You please cancel. Don't cancel what me. Was, for what my was use the name of, of your bar again? What's that? What was the name of your bar? Again? Grimes is pub. <laughs> Grimes. It's kind of grimy. Pub. <laughs> Mark, a pirate walks into Grimes's pub. The bartender says, do you know you have a steering wheel sticking out of your zipper? The pirate replies, I'm 80, I do. It's driving me nuts. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Chip your waiters and wenches. Oh goodness, man. <laughs> Enjoy the buffet. All right. So <laughs> where am I? Where is my connection to the park to finish up your idea? And then we got to play trivia, man. Oh, trivia shall be fun. Oh, man. Okay. Connection to the park. Look, we're going back to Mickey and Minnie. The story arc revolves around Mickey and Minnie and pals. So what better park to connect it to than Hollywood Studios? I really tried to get it over at Magic Kingdom, but nothing really stood out. So this is where you get to be part of the story of Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. By the time the resort opens, Disney Imagineers will have found a way to take some of our, your art that you've drawn some of the stories and be able to projection map it onto the ride itself. It makes this ride very personalized. Since you're paying so much money to be there, it personalizes it for you. Uh, and 
To cap off the night, Mark, you get to go and watch Fantasmic in a special seating area on board the steamboat, which when it is done, it takes you and all your characters back to the resort. It's a very exclusive event, Mark, and Disney is giving Uh, you and your family a lot of money. Well, Greg, this might need to be at Disneyland then because that's a pretty small boat here at Walt Disney World. I don't want to hear your Disneyland. I will mutiny. This is a mutiny. I'm taking there's over not, the show. Yeah, that's enough of this. There's not a lot of seating room on the boat that's at Walt Disney World. <laughs> so this is going to have to be. We'll make Disney. it bigger like the pirate's booty. But but maybe at Disneyland, it's great because they're they're having the new reimagined Toontown. So maybe, Greg, we make this over in California. I see. I accept that challenge and it might work over there. Had they had a little bit more land to build anything. Yeah. Well, they, they have no land to build anything. They're building a new DVC expansion of the Disneyland hotel. And there is a lot that's cleared off. So who knows? Maybe if they can get their act together with orange County and stop fighting with the zoning commissioners, maybe, maybe they can get it done. Maybe. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let us know how we did. Talk back to us on Instagram at Dislike Podcast. Who won this challenge? Did Greg win with his imagineering idea of the animation immersive experience? Or did I win with the Pirates Adventure? Mark, we all win in this episode. We We all talk like pirates. We got some booty jokes in. I did some funny routines to some people. (laughs) (laughs) You got to hold the show together. Holly. God bless you. I don't know how your wife holds it together. Rum, Greg. That's how. Rum. Lots of rum. Lots of rum. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to wrap up today's show with another segment that we are calling Disney's College of Knowledge, where we challenge our listeners to see what they know about the Walt Disney Company, its theme parks, and animation history. You can message your answers to the trivia question. All the uh, answer. Yeah, let's try that again. You can message your answers to this week's trivia question to at Dislife Podcast on Instagram. We will choose a winner from amongst the correct answers and then send along a care package prize from all of us here at the Chip and Company Podcast Network. Last week, our question was, what was the name of Snow White's Prince? Thank you to everyone who participated in that Disney College of Knowledge. The correct answer, of course, was Prince Florian. Uh, Our winner from Instagram was Jaden Roper. Uh, You can catch Jaden at J-R-O-E-J-Rope314. Make sure you give him a follow. Uh, Jaden, we are... Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. The first Disney College of Knowledge winner. Uh, Jaden, we're going to connect with you, get your address, send you a nice care package. All of us here at Disney Podcast and the Chip and Company Podcast Network. And again, participate. We love the feedback, uh, but you have to DM us the correct answer at Disney Podcast on Instagram. Instagram only. All right, Greg, hit me up with this week's Disney College of Knowledge trivia question. Mark, the Jungle Book has been remade several times in various forms of media, including film, television, and obviously stage productions. Some notable examples include the 1967 Disney animated film, the 1994 live-action film, and the 2016 lives-of-action film directed by John Favreau. The Jungle Book was written by Rudyard... Uh, excuse me. I don't know why I was... Oh, it's Rudyard Kipling. <laughs> Rudyard, uh, the Jungle Book was written by Rudyard Kipling, an English author and poet, and was first published in 1984. 1894. Reverse. What that. did I say? You said 1984. Yeah, uh, he is with George Orwell now, yeah. writing new books. Um, they are both dead and writing still. <laughs> so, the Jungle Book was written by Rudyard Kipling, an English author and poet, and it was first published in, 19, in 1894. <laughs> I got the pirate thing stuck <laughs> on my head. <clears throat> the collection of stories tells the adventure of a boy named Mowgli and various animals. The question of the week, Mark, is what country does the Jungle Book take place in? <laughs> that is a wonderful question. Uh, hopefully with the Disney College of Knowledge, you learn a little bit. One of the things that you learned today was 
The book was not written in 1984. It was written in 1894. Hold on, hold on, Mark. We have a we have somebody sent in a joke to us. (laughs) Where does a pirate go to drink? Where? A bar. Yeah. Where does a pirate put on his? What does a pirate put on his roof? (laughs) Shingles. (laughs) Tar. Tar. What does a pirate keep his? Where does a pirate keep his jam, Mark? The jar? Correct. What does a pirate shoot in golf? Par. Correct. What does a pirate use to get around? A car. No, a pirate ship, you scurvy. (laughs) All right, so let us know what country does the Jungle Book take place in? This week's Disney College of Knowledge trivia question. I have had tremendous amount of funds trying to curtail fun, trying to curtail the piracy that has happened in this episode. It's truly unscripted from time to time. I'm totally flustered now. But ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for another episode of Disney Podcast. As always, Greg and myself, we want to say thank you for living your best Disney lives with here with us here every single Monday. And don't forget, this is just the beginning of the fun this week. Don't forget to join us for more incredible Disney news and content here on the Chip and Company Podcast Network. And as always, Greg, we hope the rest of the week is filled with faith, trust, and pixie dust. We'll see you real soon. Diz Life Podcast is brought to you by the Happiness is Addictive Collection. Happiness is Addictive is passionate about spreading laughter and creating smiles worldwide. They love bringing their global community together through optimism, cheer, hopefulness, merriment, and celebrating life's magical moments. They know how important it is to celebrate life's adventures, and their apparel will give you everlasting, one-of-a-kind memories through pixie-dusted family photos, compliments from park guests, and magical moments with cast members. They pride themselves on high-quality, custom-made apparel at competitive prices with world-class service. Let them help you create a lifetime of memories, whether you're Disney-bounding, kicking it poolside, participating in run Disney marathons, having costumed adventures, or just living your best Disney life. You can find their Happiness is Addictive shop on Etsy. You can also find them on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, and Pinterest. They are proud to be featured in Indie Central Florida, the Thoughtful Gift Club, and now here on Dislife Podcast. Their collection was founded by a 15-year former cast member who knows how to enhance your magical moments for a lifetime of memories with your family. Don't forget to use promo code DISLIFE15 to take an extra 15% off. What are you waiting for? Head over to Etsy and start getting happy today. Follow the link in our show notes and you'll find out for yourself that happiness is addictive.